Welcome, folks. You're listening to the Superman Super Show. This is episode number six, Superman's Phony Manager. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Ed, and a thousand miles over there to my left is another host, Stephen. Stephen, say hello. Rock and roll. I don't know why I said that. All night long. Oh, no, that's all night. I'm sorry. All righty. Today, we're looking at... Wait a minute. I skipped a part. The script says banter a bit. So, okay. (laughs) So, so we we, we need to banter here instead of just Uh, zooming right into things. We we have plenty of time to zoom, but... Well, what should should we banter about today? We we did Um, the weather and sports in the last episode. Mm, I, to I consult saw my bantering handbook today on the final order cutoff, I think, which the time frame has already passed because it's always on Mondays. But DC Comics had Superman in the Golden Age Omnibus number seven up for wow. final order cutoff uh, today. So I know I have five because they're soft covers mm-hmm. and I know six is out, but I guess it's not in soft cover yet because I haven't seen it. And they're getting ready to come out with seven. In in nice. seven, I think I remembered seeing that the issues of uh, Action Comics were like in the 130s that they were covering in there. And it was yeah. Action Comics, Superman, and World's Finest. So up to the seventh volume, that is as uh, far abroad as Superman had gotten. He just was in three books in whatever time frame that, that covers. So – Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, well, banter. Uh, so, so uh, your your turn to banter. Well, I was going to say the uh, y- you mentioned that um, Superman and the Golden Age, Volume Seven. Mm-hmm. So it makes me curious: Are we, you know, how far are we going to get before we're, you know, I know the goal is we're just going to go until we we just don't feel like going anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. Will will we get to Volume Seven? Will we know. get out of the Golden Age? You know, will we will we ever reach the Silver Age? Yeah, we'd have to. That's a we have to look to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're in 1938. What the Silver Age starts? What in the 50s? Right, like mid to late 50s. Yeah. I think. So I mean, we're down the road a bit. Plus two. Yeah. Something else to think about is we're talking about nine, ten. Uh, like, like the last one we just talked about was the shortest story yet. That was nine pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Action Comics Seven is the longest one. It's 13 pages. Whoa. Now. When we get to like a Superman title, mm-hmm. it'll be 30 to 40 pages. Yep. And when it gets to be new material, it'll be, you know, like 20 pages and 15 pages for a story. So that'll, that'll be a lot longer to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Um, so our, our pace, uh, I would imagine, will slow down. Now, I know the first several issues of the Superman, the eponymously titled Superman book, um, has several reprints in each of the first several issues of these action stories and then like one original or two original, something like that. So, but you know, at some point, uh, the, the book is all new and it's, uh, I don't know, 30 to 35 pages, I think. So, yeah. You know, something else we haven't, we didn't talk about in the last couple, uh, episodes, but we're still, uh, you know, of course, we're reading action comics, but we ha- have not yet reached the point where, uh, except for issue number one, that Superman is on the cover. These are still other, you know, because this is an anthology series. Right. There are other 
covers depicting uh, what happens in some of the other stories. And I want to say it's maybe issue 16 when we start getting Superman covers regularly, but I'm, I'm not sure. Seven is a Superman cover. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I hadn't read seven yet. I right. was really yeah, looking I, forward to it. But I did notice that, that it was the first one that we've had since number yeah. one. All right. Well, let's... Uh, are, are, are we bantered out now? I think, I think bantered done. We, we have bantered a bit. Okay. So, post-banter, we're looking at the Superman tale in Action Comics number six by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, which is entitled Superman's Phony Manager. Now, Action Comics number six was published by DC Comics, as have all the others, as have all of them ever, I think, but we haven't talked about ever yet. And it has a cover date of November 1938. So one more story, and we've talked about the 1938 adventures of Superman. That's true. We, we will have finished a calendar year of Superman with the next issue. That's like some kind of landmark. I mean, that's like- Or at least cool. cover dated stories. Well, yeah, cover, yeah. Yeah. Because like we said last issue, they're like four, five, six months difference. And yeah, so. Okay, so back to issue six, cover dated November. At the Daily Star offices, Clark Kent is introduced to Nick Williams, who claims to be Superman's manager. I can only imagine what's going through Clark's mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you are. Oh, okay. That's uh, he says Superman's given him all commercial rights to the Superman name, and if the paper agrees to keep mentioning Superman, he'll give them a share of the profits. Clark Kent doubts the authenticity of his words, so Williams invites Kent to meet Superman at his house tonight. Now, the office boy is listening, and this office boy will eventually be important, but right now he's just office boy. And, office boy. And in our... uh Rundown here, Office Boy is capitalized, like it's a proper term. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about office. who the Office Boy eventually becomes. Well, yes. I think we can talk about that before the end of the episode. So the Office Boy is listening outside the door and mentions what he heard to Lois Lane. She immediately goes up to Clark and asks him out on a date. They go out to a nightclub and hear a singer singing her new song, You're a Superman. Lois slips a drug and <laughs> Lois slips a drug and <laughs> into <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Lois slips a drug into Clark's drink that's supposed to make him fall asleep. She leaves to meet up with Williams and Superman. Clark Kent stops pretending to sleep, changes into Superman, and heads over to Williams' house. There, the fake Superman comes in and performs some fake feats of strength, but Lois is not fooled. When she tries to leave, Williams grabs her, throws her out the window. Actually, I think both of them do. It takes both of them (laughs) to throw out the window. Luckily, Superman happens along at just that time, jumps in the air and catches her. Williams and the fake Superman see that and attempt to run away, but Superman catches up with them and carries them to the police station. Fake Superman admits guilt to the attempted murder charge, and both he and Williams go to jail. Now, that's uh, given to us from DCFandom.com, and we'll have the link in the show notes for those. Um... Let's see, is this the first time he's referred to as the Man of Steel? Steven? It is. Uh, I, I noticed that myself. The, the second panel, they're showing different um, headlines from other newspapers, and one of them says, Mystery Man of Steel reappears. And I, I looked that up, and 
looked up uh, when is the first appearance of Superman being referred to as the Man of Steel, and they do uh, say that that's in Action Comics number six. Um, did you get the feeling that maybe e- either Joe Schuster is doing something different in this issue, or maybe he had some help here and there? Because just looking at that first page, panel number three, Superman or Clark Kent in that third panel just does not look like what Joe Schuster has normally drawn any well, any character. Well, I have, according to the Grand Comic Book Database, that the inker is Joe Schuster slash Paul Loretta. Mm, okay. So what you could be noticing is a heavy-handed ink job yeah. over Schuster's pencils, and so it, it kind of takes it away. Um, we get into the – in issue seven, we get into some more um, questions of that nature with a much more definitive answer also. Okay. okay. So if if it happens much more in issue seven, then it could start happening in issue six. That would not be that big yeah. a stretch to say that some things are changing a little bit, at least yeah. with uh, the art or the art chores in the book. Yeah. Because the, the, there is a definite but yeah, it's, shift. Yeah, it's it's different without trying to say how and and subsequently insulting somebody or anything like that. It, it just you can definitely tell that there's it's it's different than what Clark has uh, appeared in the past. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we talk about Office Boy real quick? Um. Be- before we do that, um. Let's note that. The paper is now referred to as the Daily Star. Yes. In the in the ever-evolving, what are we going to call the paper? Or we have forgotten what we called it in the past or whatever's going on. You know, um, I, I, I read something today that f- at this time, because, of course, uh, Siegel and Schuster were from Cleveland. So mm-hmm. they do have Superman based in Cleveland. Um, they do eventually change it to Toronto. Or not Toronto, Metropolis. Metropolis, okay. Um, which is Metropolis which, is supposed to be New York, right? New, New York. Essence, well, okay. I mean, w- what I read today was that Schuster based the Metropolis skyline. When we see Metropolis, it's based on Toronto. Oh, and wow, okay. actually, the the Daily Star is taken from the Toronto Star. I think. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Not sure why he chose Toronto or why they chose Toronto, but the the name, because in issue two, I think they called the the newspaper like the Cleveland Standard or something. Uh, Let me see here real quick. It was the uh, Cleveland Evening News. Cleveland Evening News, yes. And based on the the article I read, no, I didn't go back and, and fact check this myself. Right, right. But- at this point, where we're at right now, um, it, the paper has been the the Daily Star, um, and it was just that one issue that they messed up. And okay. They called it something different. Okay. All right. Um, and then I I don't remember the reasoning behind why they changed it to Metropolis. Something about with their original plans being uh, the strip being in a newspaper. Um, and it being, I guess, this this Cleveland newspaper, they they based him out of Cleveland. But after a bit, they decided to go with a, a fictional city. Okay. okay. Um, also, as as we have already run into, starting from the first panel, every panel is numbered for the yeah, first time. Yeah, that's weird. Here, I, I don't know if that is 
in preparation for something else or if there's I would think that if you're doing that for a production reason that you would remove it but there there are numbers in the panels in the previous issues but I don't think they're in every panel and those that have them they're not as noticeable they're actually circled and you know white circles with the numbers in mm-hmm. this in this issue whereas the other issues might just have a number in the corner and you could lose it in the art. But yeah, I wonder, I wonder, we'll have to, maybe, maybe somebody listening can uh, enlighten us, but we'll have to look that up at some point, what the purpose was behind numbering the panels. I did notice also of all possibilities, I believe this story had 100 even panels. So I wonder if it was a money issue that they were keeping track of production somehow to and yeah, I, they, I, I did read issue seven uh, in preparation. They're numbered there, but I forget what the total number was. It didn't, yeah. it didn't strike me, but it did strike hmm. me. I believe this story has a hundred even. So crazy. And uh, those are the two things I noticed before noticing the Office Boy. So what were you going to say about the Office Boy? All right. So when I was preparing the notes for this episode, uh, and of course in this issue, he's only referred to as Office Boy. Um, and, and it might even be in that one panel outside the editor's door, an inquisitive office boy has been getting an earful and he's a blonde kid with a a bow tie. He's a very archie looking kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't make note of him at all. Uh, but when I was, when I go over to dcfandom.com to, to prepare the notes, they, one of the things they do over there on that website is they tell you. Uh, the characters that are appearing in the story, and then if it's their first appearance or just or like their single appearance, for example, because like this, the phony manager, this is the only appearance he's ever right, made yeah. <laughs> in uh, in in these comics. Gee, I, I can't imagine. Um, so they'll put in parentheses, um, you know, first appearance or single appearance, one of those. And I noticed that it's they said that Jimmy Olsen was apparently in this issue and they put first appearance. And I thought, well, I didn't, I don't remember seeing him at all in this issue. And I I looked it up and it is that they have basically retroactively, based on the article I read, they have retroactively uh, claimed that this is the first appearance of Jimmy Olsen. Um, I guess a number of issues later, uh, he will be referred to as Jimmy Olsen at some point. So So there we go. So, but. Action Comics number six, the first yes. appearance of Jimmy Olsen, who it's hangs around name. almost as long as Clark and Lois. Right. And he's he's literally listening at the keyhole. Yeah. It's yeah. Um so, I, I said Archie. He he reminds me of another character I've seen. Oh, Johnny Thunder. He reminds me of yeah. Johnny Thunder, the the hu- or the the actual Johnny Thunder. Right. Not the Thunderbolt. And so yeah, we get this moment where uh <laughs> Uh, Lois Lane, who apparently will, will do anything for a story, um, basically asks Clark out on a date. He's, he's super surprised that she's actually talking to him. Did I hear you correctly? Did you speak to me? And they, they're underlining words that they're, that they're emphasizing at this point. And there's a great moment here. Me? Yeah. (laughs) Did you speak to me? Yeah. And there's a great moment here where once they finalize their plans, she says, I'll be waiting for you tonight. And then in parentheses, how easily I can twist you around my finger. Whereas Clark's saying, I'll be there. And then in parentheses, how easy you are, conv- you are to convince 
that I'm putting in your putty in your hands, which goes back to what we were saying with in the other episode. Or you he'll, know, he's Clark is the mask, right? He'll and do he is, anything, yes. to separate yep. Clark from Superman. Clark will bear any indignity. To, to separate him from Superman, because everyone knows mm-hmm. Superman would not bear that indignity, but nope. Clark will bear all of them. <laughs> yep. And he, and he wears a top hat when they go out on their date. Yes, That's I, I dig stylish. it. I wonder if it's a collapsible one. Ooh, very nice. Uh, yeah. Or if there's a rabbit in there. I I don't, I, that's a different character. And then we get what might be the first, uh, musical number that I know that maybe I've encountered in many comics. So maybe the, the first musical number in a Superman story with a, with a woman, but some of the lyrics in this song, yes. When you crush me in your arms, I must reveal I'm only flesh and blood, not resistless steel. Resistless. Is that, resistless. Is that a, is that a word? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. Well, up. you know, artistic license. Someday you're going to leap to the altar at my feet. Uh-huh. Then the world will know. Because I'll tell all I know that I want him to know <laughs> that you're my Superman. Uh, now, I wonder, then, 1938, I wonder if those lyrics are like patterned after uh, an actual song that was like on the radio at that time or something like that. They just changed a, some of the lyrics. That's a good question, because I tried to sing that in my mind while I was reading it. And I couldn't I couldn't come up with the tune. But then I'm not, you know, I'm not one who who listens to a lot of music from back then. So... And there was, you know, it very well could be. I did actually go online to see if anybody ever made a song out of it and I couldn't find anything. Okay. So, so at the very least, they're not actual lyrics of an existing song. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. You're a Superman. You can make my heart leap 10,000 feet. It rhymes at least. Yes. And she slipped in the word ardor, which is that. She did. You know, that, that's a, that's, that's, that's a higher level word. A a lot of, a lot of points uh, there for, for that one. His ardor is stronger than a human man's. Oh, because he's Superman. That's right. He's Superman. And then this, the the guy that they have dressing up as Superman, he's he's very funny. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. There's almost, you can almost sense, it's like this guy does not, he, he looks awkward in that costume. He, he doesn't, at the very least, he doesn't fill the uniform out as right. well as Clark Kent does. At, at and just they, at the very least. Yeah. And, and in a couple of these panels, it's it's almost like his head is too big. And I wonder <laughs> if they did that on purpose just to give the appearance that he is he is awkward looking in, in this in this could, in this could costume. Be. Yeah. And then yeah, uh Lois Drugs Clark. She roofies him, man. She, she roofies him. When, Golly. When Clark glances away, Lois surreptitiously drops a drug into his drink. And he, of course, acting, gosh. I'm sleepy. Yeah, he knew as soon as it happened what what yep. she had done, and he plays yep. along. That's great. And then when we do see him, it you know it's kind of we we got on the one page. We got this this guy dressed up as Superman, and that very first panel of him, you his the the trunks look baggy, right? They they almost look baggy around the legs up up there near the hips. But then when we get to the next page, and Clark is now in his Superman costume, it looks right exactly it looks it's, like it fits his head looks like a normal size yep it uh that's the true blue superman and then he he the guy's waiting out the, he he tells the he tells the actor to wait out on the ledge and he will <laughs> he will give a signal and it, his signal is is very uh 
very um s- sneaky, which is to just snap. Right. Yep. He just snaps and the guy comes climbing in the window. And again, I, I, I really appreciate the art in this issue just simply because this guy who is pretending to be Superman just looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He just looks ridiculous. But we see him uh, here doing his, his feats of strength. He picks up a desk and he bends a metal bar and, and Lois doesn't believe either one <laughs> because she then goes and picks up the desk and she bends the metal bar and and calls him down. Um, I, I like how throughout certain words by people, uh, not there, there's not necessarily a, cor- a, a connection from instance to instance, but a word is underlined, I guess, owning to uh, some sort of significance that they are verbally placing on that particular word. Like uh, the, the panel I'm looking at here, Lois has, I don't know, there's probably 20, 25, maybe 30 words there. But the very last one is the one that's underlined, the word phony. Yeah. Um, and several panels later, the word murder is. Uh, yeah. Actually, this makes me wonder if we went through and pulled out all the underlined words. Is that like some kind of code or something? Is that we get a, yeah, the, the Superman fan club uh, code phrase or something? I, I don't know. But yeah, just certain words will be underlined and, and never the same words by the same character or anything like that. It's it's almost like yeah. they're just like uh, underlined that one and, and this I, one. And, I'm taking them to mean that we are to emphasize those words. You know, she's, you know, but, but that would be murder, you know, that, uh, they're, they're emphasizing those words when they say them nowadays, they would just, they would bold it. They would, they would do them in bold. They'd be a little bit bolder. Right. Yeah. But, uh, and yet at the same time, that word balloon where, uh, Lois is speaking in the word phony is underlined. Superman is bigger than, than the other words. So it's, it's like, uh, yeah, the, well, is that. Is, is it because it, it's his name? Is that on purpose or is it because they're lettering by hand? Right, yeah. Um, which which I think in 1938, I don't think they had any other technology yet but but hand to, to draw in the letters in the bubble. So No, and, and I know at some point they come there there's a certain tool that they end up using that will uh type. But they they put lines in the word bubbles so they, they all the letters are the same size and they okay. use a there's a certain tool that they lay. I, I watched a video on it at one point, but there's okay. a tool that they lay down on the paper and they they can. Uh, matter of fact, there was almost like a, a, a kind of a stencil at one point. But, OK. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, you know, in these early uh, comics like that, you, you always wonder if anything in that word balloon other than the letters themselves are supposed to be. Or is it yeah. an artifact of the, the, the fact that they're doing it by hand? Right. Right. Yeah. I like the uh, the the phony Superman. How he in panel seventy five, he is very uh, not. You know, he didn't like the idea of them throwing Lois to her death. But that would be murder. But then the very next panel, panel seventy six, he's helping. Oh, we'll, we'll call it accidental or a suicide. Throw eh? Lois you to know, her he's, death. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's overcome his his doubts. Yeah, he's um, it's yep trying to convince himself that well, I guess if we if we make it look like an accident or a suicide, I, I guess it's murder is okay at that point. Yeah. Um. The the panel of her falling. Is there any doubt in that panel that she is falling? 
I don't think so. No, I, I, th- just everything about that is yeah. just so very m- movementy. You yeah, know? It, it's just I, I really like uh, like that. I, I like that about um, Schuster's art really so far yeah. that it just is, and even the panel before. The way that she is drawn, yeah. is there any any question that like she's, she's fighting? kicking and fighting? Yeah, really, yeah. yeah I mean, done the, very well. The panel before that, where he's grabbed her hand, she mm-hmm. is obviously trying to pull away from him because yep. she knows something not cool is coming. So I mean, yeah, you know, those three panels very much show that uh, even in two D. Lois is 3D attempting to do something. Something is happening to her person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like that. I, I just, I like that about the art so far. Yeah. And the, and the text box where, of her falling is just a moment later, Lois's kicking and screaming figure falls from the window downward toward a horrible crushing death. That's. There's no doubt what's going to happen. That's, yes. Yes. That's vivid. All those, all those kids uh, in in late thirties understand that she's going to squish on the on the cement there. Um, also, here on this page, that second panel um, shows Superman leaping up to catch her. Very excellent movement. The next panel catching her movement again. The next panel landing, holding her movement again. Just very effective display of getting the two D character to move in three dimensions. I, that's that's just it's really good. I think, and I keep going on about that. I, I'm sorry, but it, it just no, no, it's, it's a good it's point. Cool. And and then the the phony Superman punches Superman in in the mouth <laughs> and breaks his hand, yeah. um, which. You know, in a previous issue, the that football player football had player. punched Superman in the chest. So obviously that guy didn't put a lot into it. But this dude put his entire heart in that punch because he busted his fist. Is how they, and then he's dancing around on one foot. Ow, my hand. It's really funny. And then the panel of Superman leaping through the air and he's holding Lois in one the arm one, and, and the two bad guys by the collars uh, yeah. in, in yeah. the other arm. It's really nice. No, and, uh, no look of effort on his part at all. Yeah, no, it's just it's just something he's doing. Yeah, he's carrying her, dragging them, no problem. Yeah. And uh, they they're they're taken to the police. And at first, as they're standing in front of that that uh, the the policeman, the sergeant, or whatever, the, they're both the denying. They're about to deny that they didn't do anything until he sees Superman looking at him through the window. Yep, he's, he's like, like oh, no, he's crap, gonna, he's, he's, he's there. Uh, yeah, I did yeah. it. I did it. Yep. Yeah. Throw these two vermin into the can. Yep. And then that's that's the issue. And then we get another uh uh in this issue, uh what was that issue four or five where we got the the kid lifting the Four, the I chair think. to acquire feats of human strength. And now mm-hmm. we have another exercise that they can do. Clench your fists as tightly as possible, exerting every ounce of energy while in this tense state, sharply jerk them in various directions. This will eventually impart to you a crushing hand grip. I just, I just can't. That hurts, <laughs> you know. You're gonna pull something at our age doing that. Yep. But uh, it's fun. It's, it's. It, I think it's kind of. I don't. I don't know if I want to use the the word cute or quaint that they put these little things in here. I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious at this point that they know that uh, most of their readership are kids. Right. You're right. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they're trying to teach them to uh, to acquire 
super strength in various ways just just cracks me up. And what's up with this picture of Superman in I guess would be panel 99. More adventures of Superman will appear in forthcoming issues and he's got his his cape like draped over him. It's it's very yeah. weird. It's that's yeah, not that if that was drawn yeah, it's like a Roman emperor type of thing. It's like mm-hmm. he's wearing a toga and if that was drawn by Joe Schuster then yeah, the the inker really took some liberty with yeah. that cuz that's yeah. Not Joe Schuster right there. So is that something maybe they they add, you know, the the creative team turned in their book and they're like, all right, we got to fill two panels here to, to finish up this page. Let's just throw these things in here. Right. Yeah. They didn't have an ad. So they. Yep. They threw that in there. Very weird. Very. It, this was a this was a fun one. Um, It's not the level of crazy that uh some of the others have been so far uh i think the 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 dullest issue so far is the one with the dam yes uh yeah um this is not quite as dull as that one but again it's flipping superman and the bad guys that he's going up against is a dude that's pretending to be his manager and then an actor that he hired to portray superman i mean mobsters essentially is is all he's uh they, yep. they have created and and maybe it's because they um you know I don't know it it's it's hard enough to believe of a character like Superman so we have yeah. to we have to ground it somehow and so it's, we we ground it with the bad guys yeah it, it's very much there the it's like the point they're trying to make is um there's nobody in this world that's like Superman right so we're not we're not gonna put any crazy uh villains in here because you know or were they even I mean I, you know, you got to assume because there were there was stuff out at this time, like Flash Gordon and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that did deal with aliens and 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 crazy villains and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I just don't know why they they haven't come to that point yet in these books. If if not for the only reason being is that Superman is the only person like this and we don't want anybody well, but- to outshine him. Has it not occurred to them that we need to create bad guys that like can challenge him? I mean, because everything's been easy, you know, heck, they they can't even punch him without hurting themselves. So I don't know. He really hasn't had to struggle too much. No, not uh, not at all. To save the day. In in any way, you know, there's no aliens, there's no kryptonite, there's no super geniuses, there's no, there's nothing. It's just like, like you said, he is absolutely unique and everybody else is like everybody else. You know, it's like the rest of us. He is the one and only, he stands out. And, and maybe that was the intent. Yeah. Yeah. It probably was, Uh, you know, you have to assume that maybe at some point, um, you know, I don't know when they might have started including uh, letters, columns, and, and whatnot in in these books. But uh, you know, maybe at some point, some of uh, they they were starting to get mail about uh, you know we need something a little bit more interesting. We, right. we love Superman, but give him something more challenging than than a guy pretending to be his manager. Right. You know, or it it would just be really interesting. Maybe there's books that we that we could read that would would tell us about you know why. Um, well, but at what point they started incorporating more flashy villains and whatnot in it, and why? You know, as as a comparison, um, go, going back to my reading of of Doctor Fate, he had evil magic users, just like he mm. was a good magic user very very yeah. early on. However, um, Silver Age, or actually, yeah, Silver Age Thor 
which is much after this. It's like in yeah, the 66. He started out battling mobsters. And he yeah. was a he was a Norse god, but they started him out for six, seven, eight months just battling the mob. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. don't know what the what the thought process is behind that. Um, I've but read you know Batman, that- um, and he has not come up against anybody. His well, no, I no, no, not yet. The Joker is coming up in in yeah. what I'm reading, and that's um, fifteen twenty stories in. Yeah. He he's coming up against the Joker, but the Joker really doesn't have any powers. He just looks weird, right? So, yep. Yep. yeah, I'm not sure. I just you know when I think of for for me when I think of Superman from this era, my mind goes to the Fleischer cartoons. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. in that, he was fighting robots. Yeah, and, and 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 stuff like that. So I I know it's coming. Obviously, we know this kind of, that kind of stuff is coming. Right. It's just interesting to you know, see how far they get before they start incorporating more uh, sci-fi almost into mm-hmm. this stuff, because it's not like it wasn't around. It's not like oh, other people yeah. weren't doing it. So, Well, it was at this point, it was everywhere. Yeah. Sci-fi. I mean, um, every pulp book magazine that you picked up had a sci-fi story in it at this point. So it was, and, it was everywhere. The serials and the movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean the idea of Superman is is science fiction. He's an mm-hmm. a, you know straight from the beginning, issue one. He was an alien from another world who came to Earth on a rocket. You know that's yeah. as as in depth as they got with it. But so uh, yeah, it's just it's it's just funny. It's like watching the first season of a TV show uh, like Supernatural, where it's kind of just a monster of the week until they really get into the thick of it. You know, right. so and then they, yeah, and yeah. and maybe the same thing is here. They're you know they're not concerned about long-term writing right, they're writing right. this this issue this story yep. so yep. all right anything else we want to say about this issue uh, let's see do, 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 do. nope i mentioned everything i had noticed okay let's wrap this sucker up then Alrighty, i do want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the superman super show if you want to drop us and and those are underlined if no, I'm kidding. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, you can do that at the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. If you want to help the show in other ways, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and or preferably both. Tell all of your friends about us. Now, until next week, I'm Ed and I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. And this is Stephen and he's going to say goodbye as well. Goodbye as well. Goodbye, folks. Have a good evening. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.